Hi everyone, it's Glenn Yuland here from Property Performance Stars and welcome to the live edition. We will be talking every month to someone who in the industry has absolutely nailed it. All the up and coming stars, people who are young but are running their own businesses, all the what to do's and what not to do's of our industry. So sit back and take a listen. Enjoy. Hi everyone, it's Glenn Yuland here from Property Performance Stars and I'm here with Margie Reed from Professional Sterling Clark today. So thanks Margie for coming in. Pleasure. We well, do you. work here, so yeah, well, I do. <laughs> it wasn't quite a go. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Um, yeah, so we'll just, uh, as we always do, we just want to run through your journey and how like, real estate's been and what you love about it, what you hate about it. Mm. Um, just for anyone watching who's thinking about coming into the industry, we just want to give you a little bit of an insight into um, what people are doing in their first year or two to actually crack it, because Margie's been very successful. So um, so what were you doing before real estate, Margie? Um, for me, so well, prior to real estate, I was running a fitness business, but, you know, I think, you know, I've been in sales my whole life, so probably near on 27 years. Yeah. Which is a bit scary. So it's kind of all I know how to do. So yeah. sales skills are pretty transportable right yeah they are it's just a different product and and getting to know obviously and real estate's you know it's 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 interesting it's tricky it's forever changing mm. um, and you're forever learning yeah yeah and your your clients from your past business and stuff like that and it's been a big a big thing for you with already having like almost like a bit of a database, database. it's more of just a network of people that you know right yeah perfect and uh, yeah so i started my fitness business down here in forestfield so i had a business partner um, and then we sort of, I sort of moved away from that, moved up to the hills in Les Murdy and continued my business up there where I didn't really know probably a lot of people up in the hills, but um, I suppose everyone just followed me, mm. which was good. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing which I suppose I know about you is that you're, you're a bit of a, a personality and then you got your hairstyle, which is different as well. I know yeah. you've, you've talked about changing your hairstyle. We're like, no, don't change your hairstyle. So is that sort of something which you – do people recognise you a bit more, you reckon, because of that? Yeah, they do. I think, um, yeah, you just get you, – you sort of become a bit of a celebrity in a way. You know, it's weird. Yeah. Because people – and you know, like everyone knows Glenn Newland, you know. Of course. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, people just come up to you and go, oh, you know, I know you. And it's not that they know you, but they've seen you. I mm. suppose they've seen yeah. your face around. They're like, are you yeah. a rock star? Yeah. Are you pink? It? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I get that a lot, you know. So, um, but it's good. So it's, you know, you've got to stand out from the crowd and be a little bit, um, I suppose, different. You don't want to blend in. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the main things about real estate is that you need people to remember you. Know? Yes. Like, think about selling a house like, mm, oh, yeah, that's right. I know that that Margie, we'll, we'll call her. Um, so why why did why did you choose real estate though? Like you were you know you were doing PT, probably getting up at five o'clock every morning. Yeah, there those days are done, which is good. So I'm enjoying my sleep ins a little bit more nowadays. But um, look, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, right? Mm. So COVID hit, um, you know. So that would have probably closed the doors anyway. Mm. Um, and I think you know we had conversations earlier on and. I sort of kept sending you referrals and you kept writing me checks. I did, I did. Yeah. Quite a few $500 referrals. And I think he said to me one day, he whispered in my ear, because I think there was one month where you gave me two checks, you know, and I was like, ooh. And you said to me one day, he said, this was your deal. If you were working for me, mm, you would have earned <laughs> X, Y, Z. And I think that kind of, mm. you know, sort of got me thinking the penny dropped and I thought, I can do this. 
yeah, you know, it's uh, it's just another product that I'll get to know. And so I literally, I think from then we had that conversation. I caught up with you and Cara and had a meeting and um, you gave me a bit of an insight into the industry and how it all works. And yeah. it was nothing different to what I was doing with my own fitness business. I was self-employed and if you don't, the ownership was totally on me, mm. whether that business worked or not. So, yeah. you know, you, you can't sit back and relax and and you know, expect anyone else to do the hard work for you. So, you know, I suppose you really drummed into me. It's it's entirely up to me to make this work if I want to make it work. So Yeah, that, that is a massive thing. Having your own business before you get into real yep. estate, I don't think there's any better launching place to, yes. to know what you're getting into because, yes, you come into an office, you've got a desk, you've got a phone, you sit mm. down and, you know, we have sales meetings and you'll get some leads through the office and stuff, but, but 90% of it is all you. If, you, if, yeah, you're, totally. not, if you're not self-motivated... Yep. You don't even, don't even bother to get into this industry yep. because no one's going to hold your hand through it, right? No. You've held one a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose you don't really want anyone to fail. So anyone no. that comes into the industry really should have a mentor as such. Yeah. It's pretty hard to not have a mentor in this industry. Yeah. And I suppose for me, like having, I suppose, you as a mentor and being, you know, sort of family and I've, I've got other people who've been in real estate as well. So... I had a lot of people in my ear for quite some time saying, you should do this, Yeah, you should do this. And and I kind of got to the end of, of the fitness where I'd, I'd done everything. I'd run fitness retreats and I'd had business mentors with my fitness business. So it was it was kind of like that 10-year itch, like, what now? Mm. Um, and I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. Yeah, so, I'm glad you did it as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a fun ride so far. Um, tell us about that first year. So obviously it's a, it's a bit scary coming in in the first year. You know, you've got to learn contracts, yep. paperwork, how to write special conditions. Which clauses. is not my forte at it's all. It's not your forte, <laughs> which is all right because it's not my forte either. But I think what your forte definitely <clears throat> is, is is people. And so I think that behind every good salesperson, you know, there's, there's some exceptions out there. Matt Condit, if you're watching, I know you are a salesperson, a people person as well, but also just an incredible you know incredibly structured in everything he does and fantastic with yeah. databases and stuff not us you yeah. know it's not our forte but yeah. being able to talk to people and not being scared of people mm. so in that first year um you know you weren't scared to go out and, and chat with random strangers no yeah. no not at all no so um that first year was it was interesting and i think you know you you took me under your wing and we worked quite closely together so um, that kind of made that first year a little bit easier, mm. I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely hard work. You've got to put in the hard yards. Do you remember so, your first deal? I remember my first deal. It was um, on Lincoln in Forestfield. So, and I mean, look, that's something that you sort of reflect back to that 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 feeling that you get when you that first deal. And God, I probably I fumbled through it, but it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and that was kind of that two-in-one deal, wasn't it? We had the sort of two next door to each other. But um, you've got to learn from your mistakes, I suppose, and you make mistakes along the way. And if you don't make mistakes, you'll never learn and you'll never progress. Yeah, it is, um, it sounds bad, but it is a bit of a fake it till you make it industry in that yeah. first couple of years. Yeah. Like, and that's where you do need a mentor. That's where you need someone to lean on. It's like, oh, what do I do here? Yeah. I've never done this before. Yeah, and I suppose the team, everyone here at Professionals is is so supportive and, and you know, everybody's... Just, you know, if you've got a question, mm. everyone's always willing to help. And, you know, that's, you know, a huge part of your success as well as being part of a successful team. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And so 
Well, what do you love about it? Though? Like, what, what, what's your favorite part of real estate? What's actually, is it, is it closing a deal? Is it just actually talking to people? Um, what, what do you love? I think it's getting that deal sort of, you know, getting your salesperson. Yeah. It's just, it's getting, <laughs> yeah. getting a deal under your belt and, um, you know, getting them to, to sign it all off and, and, and putting it all together and keeping, I suppose everybody happy and it's hard to sort of sit on the fence. You know, we always say that we've got to work for our seller and get, do mm. the best job that we can. And I suppose, mm. you know, you do get in the middle of trying to also help your buyer, you know, yeah. to, 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 to get something in a, yeah, it's, um, yeah. It's very hard not to get attached. Like, yes, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing the best thing for our seller. That's what we're being paid to do. But you've got this duty of care to your buyer. Yeah. And especially if your buyer is, is elderly or first home buyers mm. and they're super excited and then they get a building report and there's a big crack in the, you know, something that they're stressed yeah. out about. Yeah. So, yeah, that's finding that equ equilibrium between, uh, you know, Helping buyer and seller equally. Yeah. And I mean, look, if the deal runs smoothly, right, then, then everyone's happy at the end. Yeah. So, so tell us about good things that have that have happened, like good memories that you've got. Like you've got a, I've got one deal. In my short anything. term. In, in, yeah. <laughs> in, my, in my two years. Well, you've done enough deals. So, <clears throat> uh, I know we've done quite a few together. Any that any that stand out, good memory at all? I think the, the the best one so far is probably my most recent one on Tembi, you know, okay. going in and winning that deal over, I suppose, you know, four of the top agents in the hills. Yeah, um, fantastic result. Yeah. yeah so, um, but that that's purely, you know, a connection. And yeah. I didn't have the cheapest um, commission on that. Yeah. yeah. And certainly didn't overinflate his price. So that was a... Uh, pure connection and I, I remember waiting for that phone call to come through and you know I said to the guy I said just I said oh, just let me down gently and he was like no 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 he said it's you it's you you've got the deal so yeah. you know and it was just this fist pump moment that you sort of go yes you yeah. know you've you know a lot of the guys you know if you if you're working in the hills a lot of those guys have been up there for a long time they're yeah. very very you know they've been you know at it for a while so it's some pretty stiff competition so to get one you know in my back pocket yep yeah and and you know like a not a small listing over a million dollar listing yep. so uh and look, i think that's something good to touch on if, if you're working in the industry and you're new you've got to compete against these guys that have been yep. in there for 20 years or yep. 30 years they own a big business they know literally everyone in the hills yes or all the foothills wherever you're working um you know so what do you do? Well, like literally, I know it's a connection that you've got to try and form with people, but, yeah. you know, you bring to the table a bit of enthusiasm. You know, yeah, look at... I'll say youth. You youth. Know, that'll make us both youth. happy. Um, but, yeah, a bit of enthusiasm and, and just I've always prided myself on keeping things very light, you know, not getting too heavy and bogged down with everything. And, you do, yeah. Um, you know, and just having, having a laugh mm. with people and having that connection and... You know, I suppose a lot of people, yeah, are very serious in this industry and yeah. and I like to sort of bring a little bit of relaxation, I suppose, a bit of humour to, to my deals and, and people that I meet. Yeah. Yeah. And that that is a massive thing because people are stressed. Yes. Like you're selling it's, a house, yeah. it's a stressful time. Like fifty percent of the time they're not selling because of a good reason. Yeah. So if you can come in and I remember someone saying to me once, I said, 
your job is to just make everything smooth. You know, this person will be angry, this person will be angry. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to absorb the mediator. Yeah. You, you are the mediator yeah. a lot of the time. So if you, The counsellor. Uh, <laughs> and all these other things that you didn't know you were going to be. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can if you can absorb all the stress, and I know you do that because you, you, you bring a light-hearted feel to the conversation. Yeah. So. And you have to. Mm. I think you have to. And I think I learned that through running a fitness business as well, mm. um, that people come to you, you know, they're overweight um, and it's 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 hard to to keep them motivated and, and on track and you know and have a goal and a target in place so yeah look everything I've done previous in 27 years of sales has led me to I suppose where I am and how I've evolved as a salesperson today yeah cool yeah. Um, so I think last thing we close with is if you're going to change anything, I, I don't know if you would change anything you first. You've done. Can't you've, change my hair. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> tried, not. no, but is there anything you do differently? Things that you could do better that you, you think from that first year? No, I don't think so. I, I've I've thought about this before. If I hadn't come here, where would I've where would I've gone? But mm. we, yeah, I don't. There, there's nothing that I would do differently. I think yeah. I'm I'm absolutely stoked to be part of you know such a. A good team like you and Cara are just so supportive, um, and the team here, everyone's just so much fun. Like, and I think, you know, I always say this to my kids: if you know, work hard, and if you ever, you know, you don't want to be doing a job that you don't like. Mm. It's. I think I've been quite fortunate through my career to have done jobs that have never felt like a job. So if you're waking up every morning and cursing your job and what you do. Yeah. It's it's hard. So I think if you get up and love what you do, and you're jumping out of bed and it excites you, mm. um, that's how I feel. So work, I've never felt like I've I've had to work. You know what I mean? Like I, I love what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and a lot of people in this industry love this industry for that yeah. reason. It's like wow, I just make to get really good money, and I get to help people, and I get the buzz of sales. Yeah, and it's motivating. And you can still have that balance with with family and friends. You know, you can sort of work. Your home opens and things around things that are happening, you mm-hmm. know, kids' footy, yeah. um, those kids' sports carnivals, all those kind of things. So it's I like I've always been in a job that's quite flexible. Yeah, I could not sit in a office from nine till five. Or well, can you imagine? Me. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not you. No, it's not me. It's yeah. not me. You know, it's kind of waiting for the school bell to ring. No, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, well, that's an awesome insight, Marks. Thank you for sitting down and having a yeah, chat. Yeah, pleasure. Um, thanks, everyone, for watching, and uh, we'll be back soon with another episode.